Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the Unpasteurized and Unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down here on me Florida farm. But first up, it's great to be with you again. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. It's time for a good old Natter. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I might have a bit of odd news though. But you don't want me repeating everything you've already seen or do you? I'm here to give you a break from it all. Good laugh. Even when it is only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember, you can listen to all my shows again. Yep, they're all saved for you at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, no, everything. No, I mean you too, come on. It's time for the Ned Natter Show. And you can't miss this. Here on the farm, Elsie, the wife, sticking to a all-you-can-eat Panama Canal diet. <laughs> She's getting supplied by one of them, you know, meal delivery companies. You know, only unlike other folks, she gets three deliveries a day. <laughs> the worst part of her diet is every day she asks me if I think she's lost weight. Mm. You know, I can't lie to save me life, oh dear. <laughs> She doesn't like to wear me cagey answers either, you know, like, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Only the sound of her own voice, so, you know, I'm boxed, yep. Uh, you know, I've got a solution, though. Yeah, a perfect one. Yep, I just stay out of sight and well away from her indoors. <laughs> the downside is this time of year in Florida. The whippoorwills are out in force. Yep, the birds are kind of nightjar. And just like the wife, they go on and on and on squawking at least 20 times a minute and they keep at it for hours again like Elsie in so many ways the only difference is they do it all night while the wife just snores through it yep 30 times a minute oh dear you know I'm getting closer to putting a bed in my soundproof radio studio you know as long as I uh, throw out my farm cat young Charles you know, it could be pretty peaceful <laughs> He and his blood-sucking friends follow me everywhere. Yep. And, you know, I only bring him in here uh, when, when there's, uh, you know, one of them rats loose. Yep, the old furry flea bag sorts them out in no time. One of those that the wife hasn't got with a shotgun. <laughs> on the other hand, though, and on her favourite subject, yep, food, Elsie recently told me, how many shows should have recipes and how folks like cooking ideas. Yep, she think everybody's like her, doesn't she? Well, just thinking of food, yep. Her potluck, or should I say hit and miss recipes, you know, are closer to a cookbook from the swamp. <laughs> yep. Her cakes break windows. Her bread is flat. The stew's so damn thick you can slice it. <laughs> so, I cook my own food, yep. And leave her and me mother, old Nan, to their cosy relationship with the microwave. <laughs> anyway, here's the next of her so-called recipes. Yup. I call them Elsie's cooking cock-ups. <laughs> so... Warm up your microwave, yep, and stand well clear in the cooking process, yeah. Usually, I stay in the barn behind a big concrete wall. 
The recommend distance, you know, recommend distance away is, as I would say, about 50 feet. Yep, yep. So here it is. Elsie's Spud Shockers. Mm. Right then, this time she's written it all down on the back of a crumpled pizza box. Mm. It's her scroll, all right, you know, in a mix of black ink and mouldy old mozzarella. <laughs> anyway, here it is. First take, six very large potatoes. Yep, yep. Drill a half inch old halfway into each one and fill them with extra hot red chilli pepper powder. <laughs> then place in your microwave dish and add the all-important toppings. Oh, here we go again. One pound of cheese, two cans of chilli sauce, ketchup, strawberry jam, salt, pepper, baked beans. Yep. Top it off with a few handfuls of candied cherries and lots of brown sugar. Ooh, they're what our Elsie calls condiments. Yep. <laughs> then cook it all in a very large microwave oven at maximum power for about 45 minutes. Hmm? By the way, whilst it's cooking, I should mention to you that the that show will not be held responsible for the results. Elsie's cooking is undertaken at your own risk. It not only needs a strong stomach, it needs an equally strong oven. <laughs> okay, back to the recipe. Well, once you get it out of the oven, a crowbar or shovel is always handy. Allow your shocker to stand for, say, ooh, 15 seconds before stuffing the lot. Yep, in your mouth, I mean, you know. The shock, of course, is the concealed chilli powder. <coughs> I'm sure that one day, Elsie will explode with the oven. Just remember, though, if you ever make it down to the Florida farm, Texas is famous for its oil wells and cattle, and Colorado is famous for coal and conspiracy theories. But Elsie Natter is famous for her gas. <laughs> This is Ned Nat here, the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not, you can always find me in my shows at nednat.com. Staying on the family front, me mother old Nan's getting by with online gaming still. Yep, she's still got stakes in just about every horse race on the planet every day. <laughs> but she's been asking me for me thoughts on the Freakness winner this time. <laughs> no, Nan, it's called the Freakness winner. <laughs> The only freaky thing around here is your gambling session. <laughs> anyway, I gave him me take and she's gone and run with it. And of course, she won again. Oh dear, well. Then, with her conveniently short memory, you know, I'm talking goldfish short, yep. She started bleating on about her consistent winning streak. You know, she never mentions me first class picks, though. Added to that, the old bag doesn't even throw a penny in me way. You know, <laughs> just the usual scow. And it's a good job she doesn't attend the races in person. If she was close to the track, her looks alone would mess up the running. Probably stop the odds on favourite dead. And send the jockey hurtling on another 20 yards in front of the horse. <laughs> By the way, Nobby, the guy that delivers me end food, asked me last week, why I haven't put old Nan in a senior home? Well, of course. The answer, two-pronged thing really up first... Nobody will take her. <laughs> and, you know, they can't get the uh, liability insurance either. <laughs> and second, I'll probably beat her to it. Why? Because living with her and Elsie is definitely taking its toll on me health and well-being. Oh dear. All I can say is that she's already eyeing 
the Belmont Stakes here up next in the hope of winning her version of the Triple Crown. Yep, hardly a three-year-old, but a 95-year-old with money to splash around. Well, we'll see, and last but not least, I'll be picking the winner again with the help of me pet pig, old Bill. Yep, he's a lucky mucker, all right. Survived yet another lightning strike three weeks ago. So I guess three times is a charm. Yep, he must be the luckiest hog on earth. By the way, still on the subject of uh, Nan. Sorry about that, but I've got a little addition to me show again. And this time, yep, old Nan remembers. Yeah, oh dear, drunk or sober. Old Nan's memory this time is about when she didn't need glasses. Mm. Yep, she reckons in 1945. <laughs> well. Now she wears glasses to find her glasses and glasses to find the glasses. She needs to find the glasses. She needs to find the glasses she mislaid. <laughs> Pew, what a mouthful. <laughs> On the other hand, when she asked me if I've seen them, I always tell her straight. Yep. There, where you left them, Nan. <laughs> oh dear, she hates that, yeah. The old bird screams at me and spits her usual bile. Ooh, not nice. In fact, you know, she sounds a bit like a squawking crow hitting a patio door. <laughs> yep, the downside, though, she happens to always survive the experience. On the other hand, me eardrums don't fare so well. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. Not here, you can find me and my shows at netnow.com. Yep, that twangy old music means it's time once again for me book reviews. Yep, I got my hands on a few and I'm featuring them right here on my show. Just remember though, I haven't got a star system. No, mine's nice and simple. Yep, you don't need to say it, just like me. Yep, simple. Anyway, <laughs> if the book's shite, it goes on me compost heap sometimes. I have to burn them. <laughs> Middle of the road books go in me giveaway charity book box, and the good or reasonable ones stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear. Yeah! Okay, then, me first book is called Travelling to Work by Al Bones. Yep, lazy to his close friends. Anyway, I got this one for review in the mail. Mm. Well, it's a shocking story about real-life folks who actually travel to work each day. Yep, not stay at home now like most people. Hmm? It covers unusual things like methods of transport, you know, car, train, bus, bike, even on foot. Yep, even has useful info about toll roads, yep, parking, where to buy gas. Also, there's an old chapter on therapy, you know, it's called Coping with Life Away from Home. Eight hours at a time. <laughs> you know, I've decided on the charity box for this one. Yep, someone out there definitely needs this book more than I do. Added to that, it rained the day I got it, so no chance of a good fire. <laughs> My second book isn't a gambling one, no. I, I thought you were a bit tired of Nan's favourite kind of research book, so I've picked something different this time. Anyway, it's called Dealing with Anxiety by Terry Fired. <laughs> it's really a kind of self-help book, you know, but to be honest, it's not the kind of help you really need, is it? You know, it has a dozen chapters on various kinds of anxiety, you know, dealing with strangers, parking your car, reversing it, <laughs> calling 911, asking where something is in the store, calling customer service, 
Yep, and there's an old section on how to complain. Well, you know, the list goes on, as does the author. <laughs> the bottom line, he recommends one simple solution to the 12 most basic anxieties. Yep, stay at home and lock the door. <laughs> I'm burning this one tomorrow. <laughs> Quinton, me artist, camper, tenant's new hobby. Yep, working on me farm and outdoor painting, which I might add has taken a totally new direction. Yep, forget old Claude Monet and them impressionist flowers. Yep, think Quinton, Fairbacks, Buchanan, Smythe and cabbages. Yep, his signature takes up after canvas. Hmm. The only human featured is his partner, quite you know, a natural with baby plants. He's covered up too. Yep, that surprised me. No nudity this time. See, in all the paintings, he's standing amongst the greens and behind his guitar. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Well, I've got a few regular features on my show now. I just hope it's for the better. First up, me cliche of the day and me interpretation of it. How about this one then? Good things come to those that wait. I'm sure we've all heard that one. Yeah, I always thought this one is a kind of double negative in a way, I suppose you call it. Well, I mean, is death a good thing? You know, it comes to all that wait, doesn't it? <laughs> also, I got me anomalies from around the world feature for you. So this time, me anomaly comes from about a mile away. Yep, <laughs> it's me favourite little convenience store and it's run by Pashana Kondapinde. Yep, but he reckons he can't be on me show because he's an Indian man with a convenience store and an Indian restaurant. Yep, that's a stereotype, he says. Then he said, Ned, I'll get your show into all sorts of trouble, my friend. Well, that doesn't make Pashana anomaly by my standards, but something else does. See, he's got great aspirations, and yet not to own three convenience stores and a gas station either, before you ask, no, no. As I said, staying away from stereotypes, he wants to become a famous rapper. Yep, a rapper. <laughs> and he's already got a rap name and an idea. Oh dear. Well, it's Cardamon P. <laughs> it has a decidedly spicy Indian flavour, I'll give him that. Anyway, uh, I'm no rap fan, to be honest with you. No, added to that, I don't understand a bleeding thing he's saying most of the time anyway. But then again, he doesn't say much at the C-Store anyway. You know, he's mostly $5, yeah. Or they're at the back on the third shelf. <laughs> Come to think of it, not much different, really, from a rap, is it? He just raps about crap, and there's plenty of that around the farm, I can tell you. <laughs> Anyhow... He's asked me if he can go on my show. And, uh, and, sh and well, you know, I thought I'd give the mucker a chance, you know. He asked me very politely too, you know, which is nice, you know. So, on the Ned Nat show to date, we've never had such an oh dear. But I wanted to give you and him a chance. So, uh, sweeping stereotypes and cliches aside for a minute, here's just a very small sample for you. Yep. I wanted to protect your ears, see? Yep. So here, for the first time on air and on the Ned Nat show, is Cardamon P featuring 
Grandmaster Farmer Neddy Ned. Here goes my lovelies. My name's Cardamon Betinker and I don't give a muck. We don't give a muck. You can't stop us. You can't bleep us. You can't stop us. We don't give a muck. Shite matters. Ned's hens are all bitch. Farming matters. Ned Natter matters. His tractor's all pimped out. Cardamom matters to curry, hot and spicy. And after that, Ned's always in a hurry. I'm in a hurry, alright. Gotta go, gotta go. We We don't don't give a a muck. Gotta go, gotta go. go. That'll be $7.50, please. Gotta go, gotta go. That's right. Back to the seesaw, Mr. P. Oh dear, it'll be all FWA round here soon, you know, farmers with attitude. <laughs> I'm Ned Natter and I'm here to chatter, it's nothing new, but I'm in a stew, I'm supposed to be counting sheep, but I'm always half asleep. I like to ride an horse, but you lot think I'm just plain coarse. <laughs> Rap, that's close to a bleeding limerick. Anyway, going back to, well, let's just say hideous things. Ding dang, yep. We're not going to escape me fireman's quote of the week either. Oh dear, well, Ding Dang wants us to have his little spot on me show, you know, and uh, yeah, it, doesn't sound, it does sound nasty, doesn't it? And you don't want to see his spots or hear him. So I'm going to relay his regular feature, Ding Dang Southern Quotes, for you. This time it's She Could Start an Argument in an Empty House. Well, all I can say to that is Ding Dang's been spending too much time around the wife Elsie. Some days I just wish he'd take her off me hands. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking of annoying people and although I've managed to block me brother Bucknatter's phone number, me long lost relative Cromwell felony natter, that's skip now to you, has resurfaced. He's been on the phone asking if I need representation overseas. Well, of course, I asked what he meant by overseas. You know, something like Alcatraz or Rikers Island, <laughs> for example, with his reputation. But no, Skip's got a new office in Nigeria. <laughs> oh dear, well, when he was on the run, he got on the wrong ship. I can't see Skip's relationship with Lagos lasting too long, though, can you? No doubt I'll be getting plenty of phony offers for oil and cocoa exports in a few days. Oh dear. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Nat Show and when I'm not here you can find me in my shows at nednatter.com I'm still having these really weird dreams but this time I don't want to mention them because they're getting beyond explanation. Yeah, well, unless you can explain egg-laying cabbages or ends without feathers but curly kale covered bodies. Hmm. <laughs> oh dear, I wish I kept that quiet now. <laughs> anyway... 
On the real-time nightmare front, I visited me part-time incontinent political commentating neighbour's Stonewall Jackson farm. Rush has always got something to say, and he's happy to have that porter pot in his front yard. He's focused on his warped political agenda and went straight into the latest far-fetched second-hand news from right of centre. His people, as he calls them, have discovered a mass of potential voters in nursing and senior homes, and they've cooked up a plan to get out the vote next time. They've teamed up with a tour bus operator and plan to commandeer a bunch of church buses too, yep, and then collect the folks up and take them right to the nearest voting place. And after, as an incentive, they're treating them to lunch at IHOP. Ooh. I told Rush it all sounds just fine, but surely this bunch of newly found voters might also be Democrats. Old Rush said they've already thought about that, and the plan is to leave the Democrats on the bus while the GOP voters get to eat lunch. <laughs> I hope they're going to still get air conditioning on board, but Rush says that's hit and miss if the driver's a GOP voter. He'll be eaten too. Ooh. And they're not allowed to leave the engine running without someone behind the wheel. <laughs> again, sometimes Rush pushes things too far. Just to think I was actually missing his crazy rhetoric for a while. What's worse is him and his cohorts have taken to Squatter, their new social media platform, to start a new hashtag campaign. Yep. Feed the seniors. Get out the vote. <laughs> I tried to mention all the obstacles, but he reckons the church bus are free to use on voting days. There he goes again, kickstarting the rumour mill into action. Oh well, I can't say I tried. <laughs> Added to that, I've got a nice little feature each time now. Howdy folks, this is me Rush on the Ned Nader Show, and here's my Tennessee teaser. Enjoy. It's his homegrown style of humour. Yep. He says, we were living in high cotton. So I said, I thought the southern expression was, we are living in high cotton rush. He said, no, we're not. Well, since the election, that is. <laughs> oh dear, Rush, I wasn't expecting that one, was I? <laughs> Still, this time around, Rush is not having the last word. Oh no. Out of the blue and true blue Democrat, old Lonnie started rattling on about his own set of politics. And Rush is horrified. For starters, Lonnie says Rush should stay right out of the cotton debate. <laughs> yep, Lonnie has a very simplistic view on things. Add to that old Rush's attempt at countering Lonnie's lax ideas about immigration. You know, he started a GoFundMe page to buy extra barbed wire for the border. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what to say really. It hasn't really got off to a very good start, no. After a week... He's raised the grand sum of $11.59. <laughs> I wonder who gave the 57 cents. Oh, well. Not much of an impact, though, you know, on my estimate of $312,000 per strand. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. My lovely vegan neighbour, young Alice, invited me over to her farm for fair trade coffee and vegan cake again. Very nice. After last time, she gave me a little bag of thyme to help me with my nightmares. It didn't work this time. Yep, the other kind without the why. So she gave me an handful of lucky stones and blamed the planetary alignment for me sleepless nights. 
Anyway, she says if they still don't work, I'm going to have to sleep in his own room for a couple of nights. You know, I've got a feeling that it's going to be the only way after all. <laughs> I'll tell the wife I'm sleeping in the barn to dodge her snoring. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Nutt here with the Ned Nutt Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me in my shows well, my lovelies, I'm always getting nice messages, questions and odd news from new listeners. But, you know, they're still pouring in. And I pick a few that catch me eye. Anyway, this time, I've got a couple for you. I've got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. Right then, the first item comes from Roberta in Rhode Island. She's been reading up on this new cow food supplement. Oh, yeah. See, it makes the cows burp. Oh, yeah, burp. <laughs> The idea is they fart less, so that all that methane doesn't end up hurting the old ozone layer. <laughs> and it's better for our planet. Well, there's some research too behind it. They reckon 38% less methane. And if all the 1.5 billion cows on Earth munch the stuff, it would be the equivalent of taking 330 million cars off the road. Oh, I wonder who worked that out. Well, it's a lot of gas anyway. <laughs> Interesting though, I'll have to find a way of getting a bag of that myself, you know. So not for me ends, no, for the wife Elsie. You know. It might help the planet, but it won't help me much with the stuff sheets. Sometimes a burp, you know, is far worse than something from the other end. <laughs> my second item comes from Sam in Santa Cruz. And after my last show where we natted about digital dogs and horses, Sam comes through with something that might be on topic. Yep, a robot dog from China. Where else? The dog goes everywhere with you and they're working on getting it to bark or even chat to you in a human voice. Yeah, I didn't need to make up their minds on that one, you know, really, because it's uh, going to be either barking or talking, not both. See, I can't see me farm dog young Clay, you know, having a chat with a trespasser. <laughs> mm. I mean, he barks first, then he bites. And believe me, his bite's far worse than his bark, too. <laughs> this is Ned Nap here with the Ned Nap Show. If you're not here, you can find me in my shows at nednap.com. Me dubious conman agent 50% has lined me up with a new ad this week. So here's 50%'s rather dubious on-topic ad this week. Here goes, me lovelies. Try one of Roberta's robotic pets. They come in a range of true animal-like shapes and sizes. We've got dogs, rabbits, even robotic mice to keep your robotic cat busy. All our hard-wearing robots come with fully machine-washable, lifelike fur coats with a range of spray-on disgusting cat and doggy odours to make your robot feel real. Add to that, you can choose between lifelike purrs, barks, or our human voice simulators. Yep, you can hold that conversation with your pet now, you know, obviously in the privacy of your own home. Then switch to animal sounds for that trip outside. Their strong little steel legs are up to the task, and you don't have to worry if someone kicks your dog ever again. Yep, we know who's coming off worse. <laughs> robots. Visit us today at ChineseSteelPets.org and pick out your next pooch or kitty. Batteries not included. May rust after walkies on the beach. <laughs> Ooh, 
and I thought I'd heard it all. Oh dear. This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and whichever way you dice it, the Ned Nat Show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, I'd better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Show it matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. And without me, your Wednesdays won't be too much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at lednow.com. Yep, they're all saved there as podcasts too. Along with them social media links, come by and say hi. It'll be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you and I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show again. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. (laughs) Goodbye, me lovelies.